All right, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and today I am going solo. And I think this week's topic that I want to chat about is training women. Because lately, uh, I've been getting a lot of questions from male trainers, um, you know, how to coach women. Because if you've been listening to my show... I always say like 90% of my clientele are women, moms in particular, so I want to dive into that, but first, as always, I want to give out some shout-outs to three new cities that are in my top three, and number one is Cleveland, Ohio, shout-out to everyone in Cleveland, and Little known fact about me, my favorite artist is from Cleveland. His name is Machine Gun Kelly. I believe he is one of the most underrated rap artists out there. If you have not heard of him, I highly suggest you check him out. So shout out to everyone in the 216. And number two, we got Richmond, Kentucky. I think Kentucky is the first time being on my list. So shout out to everyone in Kentucky. And number three is New York, New York. So thank you, everyone out on the East Coast in New York listening to my show. It's still on my bucket list to go see. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening, all everyone from New York. And I want to also kind of look down my list of some top cities because now I'm, there's a lot of international places. I got to two cities in Australia, and also one in Switzerland that I'm totally going to butcher. It's Dubendorf. Fuck, I really hope I did not screw that up. So anyone listening in Switzerland, if you can uh, reach out to me and tell me if uh, I said that right, that would be greatly appreciated. But um, let's get into the show and chat about training women. So there's been a few times that I've been tagged or asked on Facebook, like, hey, how do you, you know, communicate with training women in a sense where you're, as a male coach, especially, you don't kind of step over the line? And to me personally, I find this question really kind of dumb. Like, how how are you, like, screwing up speaking to a female client? Like, it kind of blows my mind. And, like, I'm sorry if I offend anyone with this, but there's no, like, magic way of speaking to women. There's only a few things that you can't do. For example, you can't call them bro. You can't treat them like a locker room buddy. And I think, because I've had a couple women on this show that had bad experiences with male trainers where they either called them fat or you need to lose more weight or saying something stupid like, oh, don't be a pussy during that exercise. (laughs) This question kind of blows my mind. But, you know, I understand that it could be intimidating to try to speak to a female client about women's health. I get that. And... The best advice I have, you know, speaking to women about women's health is learning to, you know, open the lines of communication. 
and then they'll feel a little bit more comfortable. So when I first started in the industry, um, when I first heard about anything to do with the pelvic floor, I was like, oh, you know, I train a lot of women. I should probably learn what the pelvic floor does and what's, you know, why it's so important to women. And then I started uh, reading as much as I could, stumbled upon Jessie Mundell. If you don't know who she is, look her up. She is the go-to for me when it comes to pelvic floor stuff, training women, pre-postnatally, or even just reading everything on Girls Gone Strong. Um, So when I started learning about that, I've been always a person where I like to tell my clients what I'm learning. And I think it speaks volumes as a professional when you tell the people that you're training that, hey, you know, I did this course over the weekend, I learned this, this, and this, and blah, 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 or like I've been reading this book about this, and it's really interesting because I can apply this in our training session, and then your clients are kind of will appreciate you more that you're taking the time outside of the training hour and on your own time because, fuck, like, <laughs> I fill up my day from basically 6 a.m. all the way to 8 p.m. doing shit for my business, for my clients. And I feel like if I stop learning or reading about something, everyone else out there is beating me. That I'm, I'm kind of, this is the only time I'm competitive. When I played sports, I was never competitive. I just, it didn't do anything for me. But when it comes to building my business and helping others, I'm very, very competitive. I want to be at the top so then I can help people at a high, high level. So I've always had this thing that I will tell each and every single client what I'm reading, what I'm learning, what I want to do with my new knowledge, and how it'll benefit them. So going back to training women, totally went on the tangent, I'm sorry. Um, that's how I first started. I would tell whoever I was training that day, like, hey, you know, over the weekend, I was uh, listening to a podcast, and they were talking about pelvic floor issues. And, you know, things like incontinence can happen, or like a prolapse could happen. And then I'll tell them, you know, it's kind of interesting, because I train a lot of women, and I never knew that this could happen to to you and to them. And then, you know, you'll either get your client saying, oh, that is really interesting. I never knew that. Or they'll actually share something with you. And I think the more you can educate your female clients about women's health, they'll feel more comfortable with you. And then they'll ask you more questions. And right, I'm at a point in my career where, you know, I will bring up anything. I'll talk about their cycle. I'll talk about, you know, the details of how they gave birth because I, it's kind of weird, but I almost know every client's birth story because um, it matters quite a bit when it comes to training. So here's an example. One of my clients has a lot of low back pain and I've been working with her for years and um, I connected myself with a really really great pelvic floor physio and I encourage you to find one in your area and 
I told her, you know what? Maybe you should just go and see her and see see what they can find. Because this pelvic floor physio, what they do is they use an ultrasound to see if you can actually activate your TA before your internal and external oblique. So there is a pattern when it comes to core um, activation. It should be your TA, internal, and then external oblique. A lot of times people think of bracing like they're about to get a punch into their gut, so it's all oblique and then TA, which is non-sufficient when it comes to core activation. So they do that as an assessment. So my client went, and um, she couldn't turn on her TA. She's constantly just like grasping all the time, super tight, and I believe it's her right oblique that's so hyperactive, and it's just like literally clawing into her body and as they went through their assessment, started asking questions about her pregnancy, um, she actually had um, her baby vacuumed out of her because she just couldn't get her son out of her. And her physio, the one that I referred her to, actually thinks it's related to her low back pain. So the physio uh, decided to do some treatment, uh, got her right obliques to kind of relax a little bit, and lo and behold, you know, a couple days after the treatment, her back pain went down a little bit. And I was like, fuck, like, <laughs> this shit is connected really, really well. So my whole thing now is anytime I train a new woman, I always ask, like, have you heard of a pelvic floor physio? And they're like, no. I would say out of 10 women, if you ask them, Maybe two out of ten will know what a pelvic floor physio is. And when they say no, this is another chance for me to educate them. It's like, well, you know, after you give birth, you know, there's things that are supposed to come back together. Um, so in a perfect case scenario, everything does. There's no issues. But most of the time, something might not come back together. You might have separation in your abdomen. You might have incontinence. And a pelvic floor physio can help you through that. And then it makes my job a little bit easier. I can get recommendations on training. And we just work together as a team to ensure you know your safety and you getting strong and crushing goals in the gym. And they're like, oh, okay. And right there, book them an appointment. And now they feel like you, the male trainer really cares about their health. And they're like, holy shit, my male trainer actually thinks about things that are not just related to doing bicep curls and bench press. So... There's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's just how you approach the conversation. First, educate. Open the lines of communication. And then you will notice your female clients being a little bit more open to, you know, giving more details. And I think that's kind of the missing link. Like, male coaches just need to read up on this kind of stuff a little bit more tell their female clients that they're learning about it and then eventually down the road it's not going to happen off the first bat they'll your female clients will start telling you the stuff that you didn't think that they would ever tell you so i think for me i've always been a person that likes to educate and you know male or female that's the best way to open up the lines of communication right you can also tell share stories and I do this all the time, like, oh, you know, I trained this other woman who had this, this, and this, and this is what she did to um, to prevent it or 
get healthy, blah, blah, blah. And now I have women asking me like, hey, so do you know a good pelvic floor video? I'm like, yep, here's what we got to do. And the more people you can surround yourself that think like you, that are passionate about women's health, I'm really passionate about women's health because I feel that it is so overlooked. There's not enough information out there. Like every woman that I train, I ask like, okay, after you gave birth, like what did your doctor say to do? They're like, those Kegels for six weeks and I should be good to go. And I'm like, fuck, like seriously, that's it? There's no education after that? And like even if you get a C-section, they think of that as minor surgery and you're out within 24 hours out of the hospital. Like, fuck, they are digging a freaking blade, cutting through abdomen wall and your pelvic floor, and that's just, like, nothing. <laughs> fuck. It is kind of, like, irritates me so much that, at least here in my medical system, that's how they look at it. And they don't even recommend, like, oh, you know what, it would be great if you go to a pelvic floor physio. It's No, it's me who's telling my clients to do so. And my um, client, um, in the example I gave earlier, she didn't go to a pelvic floor physio until 14 years after her last um, pregnancy because she never knew it existed and always dealt with that kind of, like, incontinence and low back pain from her pregnancy. Like, what the fuck? There's such a disconnect when it comes to women's health, and this is why I'm so passionate about it. I want there to be better education for all the women out there because all the strength and conditioning stuff in our industry is always targeted to men and never to women and I want to flip that around as much as possible so that's why I always plug Girls Gone Strong because they're doing amazing things so I'm going to stop rambling there because I could go forever and let's just wrap it up and I have one request for all of you listening I've been doing this show for over a year. It's coming up to two years. Can you please, 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 please go on iTunes, rate my podcast five stars, maybe write a little note. You don't have to. Just please throw in a review if you're on iTunes. I'd be greatly appreciated because my last episode with Jason Leonards, he's like, dude, you need more reviews on your podcast. And I'm like... Yeah, I guess. He's like, no, it's important. You got to do it. You got to do it. So he convinced me to ask my audience. You guys are all amazing. So please, please, please go on to your podcasting app on iTunes if you're on the iPhone and give me five stars, write a little note, and it'd be greatly appreciated. Share this podcast. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all the support, you guys. Until next time.